Anybody ever seen anybody follow an ice truck going down the road with the flashers on and the lights flashing? seen them, amen, when there's a tr- fire truck coming down the road, it's got those red lights flashing, siren blaring, hallelujah right behind it, amen, there'll be other truck coming, flash those lights are flashing, amen and getting after it, hallelujah, I'll tell you what, there's ever been a time for the church to get on fire to get on fire, to get on fire Holy Ghost fire, I know it's Wednesday night, but I can burn on a Wednesday night just as well as I can a Sunday night I can burn in the Holy Ghost and God can burn in this house and do something miraculous in this place tonight in fact, he already has. Lord bless you. You can be seated. Usher's going to come receive our evening offer tonight again. Appreciate all that's here tonight. Hey, we appreciate you coming on Wednesday nights. Uh, 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 honestly, I know you're working, you labor up early and after it and things of that nature. And some still in school and things like that going on. Plenty to do. <laughs> Praise God. Slothful people, they don't ever have nothing to do because they always come up with excuses not to do it. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm not a bunch, I'm among a bunch of slothful people tonight. Hallelujah. You believe in working. Hallelujah. You believe in getting after it. Praise God. And that's the same way I want to be in the house of God. I don't want to get after it just for a dollar bill. I want to get after it for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sister Lisa brought it to my attention, a little place where her brother's at, a little trailer park, and I've been praying about it the last couple of days, and and, uh, they they really don't have the means or whatever to get here. But you know what's really been impressing on me? They come here. If they can't come here, we'll take it to them if we can get permission from the landlord. (laughs) Hey, man, we'll just take it to them. That's what the Bible says. Go out and come. You and I couldn't make it to heaven on our own. Our own righteousness is filthy rags. But God, through Jesus Christ, made a way that even you and I as Gentiles and heathens and considered as dogs, now we got a way that we can make heaven. Praise God. Lord bless you. God bless you. Brother James, bless this offering. Amen. Thank you again for your giving to the work of the Lord and to the uh, operation of God's will and kingdom, not just in Bendale, but across the lands. Amen. Foreign mission works in other areas. Let's pray for Miss Juanita. Her, her daughter passed away yesterday. Angie passed away yesterday. So let's keep them in our prayers. Uh, no doubt it's a sad situation. And uh, uh, actually young. And uh, we want God just to minister to them, touch them at the time of their, their lost. And God, nobody can touch, you know, in certain times and certain situations. Amen. Hallelujah. Others. A man that needs a touch. My wife had mentioned, I think, Sister Lisa, wasn't it somebody she worked with or something? The little two-year-old run over, the two-year-old lady run over to her own two-year-old. Uh, I told my wife and she told me that. I said, hey, if we don't pray for that lady and remember her, I said, she, she, she'll lose her mind. I'm telling you, amen, it'd be God, not medicine. It'd be God. It'd be the hand of God that'll help her. So please, I, I don't have to know the name and all of that, but let's pray for her and lift her up and ask God to minister to and keep her. We need to have compassion for people that's dealing with some very uh, trying times and situations. If we be mindful of them, pray for them. You know what? If we find ourselves in a place like that, God will raise somebody up to pray for us. That's what he'll do. Amen. So we want to do our part, amen, in lifting these up and asking God to minister to them and touch them. Thank you for your giving. God bless these singers one more time. Appreciate the singers. Let's give them a good hand tonight. God bless them. This song is about how God sees us versus how humanity sees us and that, you know, through the blood of Christ, we can always be, you know, washed again. That's right.
that song is tonight because each one of us is a testimony, amen, of how true that, that cleansing power of the Lord Jesus Christ is. Man, Corinthian church, Paul's writing it to them, said such were some of you, and if you go back and look at that list, it wasn't a real pretty list, amen, but you know what, such were, but we was cleansed, but we was washed, we was made whole by what, by the blood of the Lamb. Most things is washed. Not all things is cleansed by blood. Some by water. And in another place it talks about the word of God will cleanse us and purge us. Thank God. Amen. For a God that can clean us up. Hallelujah. Nothing's too dirty. If it's willing, amen, to call on him and turn from their wickedness with true repentance, I tell you, he can clean us up. Hallelujah. He can make us whole. But you know what? If we're not careful, I know God can do some powerful things. You listen to me for just a second. God can do some powerful things in one service and do and great things to turn us around. But some things, hallelujah, takes a process because the enemy's constantly shooting fiery darts at us. The, en the enemy's constantly trying to dirty us up. The enemy's constantly setting snares and traps, amen, and trying to get us down side roads. But thank God when we realize, hey, I just messed up. Bible says try the spirit sins of God. So there, that tells me, amen, there's some things that we tried to not of God. You know what we got to do? Back up. Got your Bibles, turn with me. Thank you, Sister Keisha, for that song tonight. All of our instrument players and singers, praise God. We appreciate you, amen, and your work for the Lord and for the kingdom of God. And uh, there, That's a ministry, and that's a part of the ministry. It sets these uh, grounds and the settings, amen, to, for the word of God and for the will of God and the heart of God. And we want that in this service tonight, don't we? Got your Bibles, turn with us, Matthew, the 25th chapter. Amen, a little parable here, I want to... Just read a few verses of it tonight, and I want to take one particular verse, not the most popular verse in this particular setting, but yet I believe it is the verse that we need to hear tonight, amen, and to apply to our hearts, and uh, this may just be for one, or it may be for all, who knows, but God, amen, but we felt strongly impressed of the Lord to go in this direction tonight. Matthew 25, 14 through 18, the focus verse will be verse 18. 
For the kingdom of heaven is, is as a man traveling into a far country. Who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his servable ability. He didn't place on any one of these servants more than what they were capable of, of, of doubling and, and increasing and fulfilling. But he gave them not, being, not showing disrespect to any of the others. Not judging them in any form whatsoever. He knew who they were. He knew what they could accomplish and what they could achieve. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the, with the same and made them other five talents. I think I missed the verse. We'll get it later. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he, but he that had received one went and digged into the earth and hid his Lord's money. Tyler, in this particular setting of the scriptures, likened it to money. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Lord, help us here tonight. Help us deliver the word of God. That we have felt so strong in the Holy Ghost and your touch. We're so thankful for the presence and what you've done also already in this service. And the ministering touch has been in this place. But we ask you, God, now to help us deliver your word. It can be delivered in a manner and a way that it can reach the hearts and the souls and the minds of your people. People that's called by your name. It's washed by your blood and sealed by your spirit. You help us, God. We desire to be overcomers. And we're going to give you the praise and glory for it as you do a mighty work through your word here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord bless you and you may be seated. Thank you again for being here and to worship with us on this Wednesday night. Amen. <laughs> Don't bury your talent. Don't bury your talent. Another little, little like I want to put, kind of just put a guess in for emphasis. It's not really the part of the talent uh, or the title if you want to put it there. You can. For this church needs it. For this church needs it. <laughs> Don't bury your talent. For this church needs it. I know we're living in a world today and a lot of people, amen, because of good success and things of that nature. And we have a tendency, man has a tendency, the world has a tendency to judge success by how successful you are, how talented we are. Multiple talent, a man's becoming, you know, popular, being able to do two or three things at the same time. And, and even you can watch your business world, you can watch your work, uh, the craftsmanship and things of that nature. At one time, a man, if, if you was a welder, blown to a union, that's all you've done. If you was a pipe welder, you didn't fit, not the first piece, you didn't help. You sit on a five-gallon bucket and you waited till they got through fitting and then you went to welding. But we're living in a different world, a different time today, amen, even in the business world. Many of them, if they're going to keep jobs on a regular basis, they got to learn to be more than just crafted in one, one, one profession, amen. They got to learn how, to, amen, to be able to willing to do two or three things. You can watch it even at the shipyard. They have multiplied, uh, put some things together, amen, for people. And I don't know, there's probably not a whole lot wrong with that. But on the other hand, amen, it's created an atmosphere. It's created a spirit even among us. Now, Paul already warned us, amen, not to judge ourselves among ourselves. It's a very dangerous thing to do. I think it works on both sides of the coin. One side, amen, if somebody is very talented and very has ability that was gifted by God. Nobody has them own, amen. All gifts come from God, created by God. Amen. It doesn't matter if it's genetic, amen, through the family. Hallelujah. God's the one that created us out of the dust of the ground to start with. None of us could breathe. None of us could walk. None of us could think. Hallelujah. None of us keep the soundness of our mind and save our souls. None of us can add one day or any statue to our bodies. None of us can do any of them things so we understand by the word of God everything comes from God and for the glory of God. And so whenever we begin to look at this and begin to, uh, uh, to take note of what I felt the Holy Ghost was guiding me about. Amen. There's a lot of people, hallelujah, sitting on apostolic chairs and pews. Amen. They feel like they, they ain't got but one talent or one ability to do one thing or maybe they felt like because they not, don't have four or five talents and they can't play four or five instruments or can't sing like this or preach like that or do this. Amen. They don't have no talent to be used in the kingdom of God. But I'm here to tell you tonight, amen, we're going to dig up that talent. Hallelujah. We're not going to bury it in the dirt. We're not going to bury it in the sand. We're going to take that one talent that God gave us the ability, amen, to use for the kingdom of God. Because whenever you start getting everybody's got one talent, because I believe there's more people with one talent than there are people, amen, with five and six. 
How many professions you got? How many trades you got that you're an expert in? How many different trades did you go to college and get all at the same time? But we thank God because we can't do four or five things and we can't do something for the kingdom of God and that it's important for the kingdom of God. I beg the difference with us tonight. I got one and that's preaching. Everybody can pray and everybody can shout. Hallelujah. And I'm not the best at the preaching. But you know what? I'm not going to throw it in the dirt. God gave it to me. Hallelujah. And you know what? I'm not going to throw it in the dirt. I may not have as many as a guy that's got five that can play the keyboard, that can sing, that can preach. Hallelujah. That's using prophecy and using all the other. But you know what? I'm not throwing this in the dirt. Hallelujah. I'm not going to follow the pattern and the mistake of that one man. No, I'm going to take that thing up. I'm not even going to put it in a napkin. going to put it in a napkin and put it in my pocket and just pull it out when I feel like it. Well, that went over good, but it's right. If you give me this talent, baby, I can use it any time, in season and out of season. I can use it. People's talented, buddy. It don't matter if it's early in the morning. They talented enough, buddy, they can hit that keyboard. It don't matter if it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Or 5 p.m. Or 12 o'clock at midnight. Because they just gifted. Buddy, whenever you realize the talent you got, and I'm not fixing a man to put it in the dirt. Hallelujah, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to shine it up. Amen. And I'm going to put it in use. Because you never know. Amen. God may take that one and see you begin to use it for His glory and the magnifying of His name and fulfilling of His purpose. All of a sudden, God says, you know what? That's all I was looking for. Amen. If you'll start using what you got, I'll bless you with some more. But until you use what you got, I can't bless you with nothing else. But if you'll dig it up out of the sand and put it into action, hallelujah, by faith in me, by my anointing, by my touch, by my ability, because I know you better than you know yourself. I know all your days. I know all your weeks, your months. I know all your trials. I know all your valleys. I know everything there is about you. <laughs> so let's look at it. Talent. Talent, amen, is, is actually as much, believe it or not, it's a, a weight. Amen. It's, it's what it's referred to in the most even in the Old Testament, it's a weight. In the Bible, it's related to as pounds. Hmm. How many wants one more pound of your body or you want five more? That's the way you look at it, isn't it? Y'all, y'all jumping up? Y'all won't? Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. When it's used in a monetary sense, the title it might be either, it can be of silver it can be of gold. It can be of stone and things. It's any, it can be, it talks about, it can also be a standard. Amen. In other words, uh, figuratively though, what's this? Figuratively, talent like a pound is used metaphorically, amen, in the New Testament as a, now catch this one. You want to know why we're having so much mental problem and spiritual problem? I'm fixing to tell you why. Right here. Talent, amen, whenever you look at it metaphorically in the New Testament, it, it, it refers to it as mental and spiritual attainments or gifts. Woo! I'm not being... Lord, help me here. I want everybody to be everything they need to be. But I get a little concerned about the places we go to get it. And the sacrifices we make to attain it. Look, I, I, can I say this without being offensive? Y'all act like nobody, y'all act like everybody in the building is perfect, okay? Never made a mistake. Is that okay? It'll go over a lot better if y'all do that. <laughs> All right? But you know, if, if I was looking for a wife, I wouldn't go down to the bar rooms and expect to get a faithful wife. Expect to get one that don't like to party hardy, that don't like to drink. <laughs> if 
If I was looking for a husband, I wouldn't go down, amen. I wouldn't, well, don't be offensive now. Don't be offended. I wouldn't go down to the bridge and look under there at all them homeless folks and all them, amen, and say, hey, I'm going to pick me one out of this. This is where I want to go. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, good looks and all this other stuff, you know. And I've heard some people say, but she better sing. That's all I can say. She better sing. Y'all play with all that what you want to. But all that works, amen, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. But you've got to go to fish at the right place. I'm going to tell you something. The talent that God gives us, I'm telling you, it don't have to be fashioned and formed by man. Not, not the man, the men of the world. It don't have to be fashioned and formed by the spirits of the world. Come on, I'm preaching to us. You don't, go to, you don't have to go to the highways and the byways of the world to be fashioned and mentored and molded. If you want to really want to be used of God and have the talent of God, you go, first of all, you want to get it at the house of God. Hallelujah. And it's going to be perfect and molded and shaped at the house of God. And I'm telling you, you can't entertain the spirits of the world and the musical realms of the world. And I don't care if they call it gospel. When it looks like rock and it sounds like rock, you better throw it in the same bedroom and get out of there. Whenever it looks like the world and acts like the world and sounds like the world, the best thing you can do is get cut it off. Some of you is not liking it, but I'm telling you, the reason your talent's not doing no more what it's doing, because you tried to shape it with the wrong spirit. The reason you're battling with mental problems and spiritual problems is because you've been headed in the wrong direction. When you want the things of God, you're going to have to come to the house of God. Amen. That's the reason we need them 40 acres. We need to build buildings that represent Jesus' name baptism. That represent the Holy Ghost. Yeah, we're going to teach them tongues. The Holy Ghost falls on them. They're going to, yep, but we'll be all right. Yeah, we still believe in tons. Live stream, hear it. We still believe in tons. We still believe in the Holy Ghost. We still believe the Holy Ghost can fashion us, shape us, and mold us, comfort us, guide us, and lead us. I don't care how wicked the hours got them. I don't care how dark the hours got them. I tell you, God can still raise up a church. I tell you, God can still raise up a people. I tell you, God can still raise up individuals. Those, amen, let you listen to what the Holy Ghost told me today. Amen. Where the world's mocked them off, where people's mocked them off, where families mocked them off, God's not in the business of mocking them off. If they got an ear to hear, and a desire to begin to burn in their hearts and their minds and their spirits. I want to be used of God. I remember one of our missionaries. I don't remember all the story. But, uh, but anyway, I remember enough of it. There was this, this brother of his church, a man that he pastored. He had some kind of deformity, handicapped and mentally. And he'd walk by that prayer room He'd hear him in that prayer room, praying, God, if you can use me, use me. Amen. And he called out. He said, I thought in my own mind. I said, hey, God can't even use you, brother. God can't even use you. And then all of a sudden, down the road a little ways, a circumstance, situation happened. Somebody got hurt. Somebody got run over. Hey, I'm just, this wasn't in the notes. I'm sorry. I'm just, hallelujah. All of a sudden, but something real drastically happened. Guess who he used? All of a sudden, this crippled mental condition. Little guy that had been in that prayer room being asked to use of God. Amen. Makes his way out to that little child and lays his hands on him. And God raises him up and heals his body. Hey, I'm telling you, God. Hallelujah. With one talent. God didn't expect us to bear it in the sand. God expects us to pick it up and be happy that we got it. And be happy that we're in the kingdom of God. And be happy that we're in the body of God. And be happy we're in the truth of God. And that we can do something for the glory of God. It may be one talent, but when you get all the one talent people working together for the one hand, I'm telling you, we got our revival. This will help us. Praise God. Talents can be used for different purposes and for different reasons throughout the Bible, especially in the Old Testament. You see times, especially when it's used as far as money. Some kings, such as in 2 Kings 15 and 19, who the king of Assyria had came, came against a man, the king of Israel. 
behead him. Amen. You know what he'd done? Because he didn't want to lose the kingdomship. And because he didn't have the strength or the courage. Or neither had he obeyed God. So he couldn't overcome the king of Assyria. So you know what he'd done? He moved on the men of his country. And made them all pay 50 shekels apiece. Amen. To give to the king of Assyria. That he would leave the land. You can't pay the devil off. Money's not going to drive the devil off. You can't pay your way into it. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Oh, God, help me here tonight. There's a lot of people, amen, disgracing the pulpits that money got them there. Amen, because of who they are and where they're at. And because, amen, money and things of that nature, they're the ones disgracing that pulpit. But you can believe one thing. If you, amen, if it was money bought, that's exactly what you're getting. Because I'm here to tell you tonight, the Bible says you can't buy this with silver and gold. All the silver and gold in the land which belongs to God anyway, can't buy this salvation. Have you become as you are. Hallelujah. You may not have no talent. You may not have any skills or abilities or anything like that. But if you'll come as you are, but unwilling to stay as you are, but put your hands in the hands of the potter's hand and put yourself on that potter's wheel and let the good word of God and the Holy Ghost begin to work on your mind and work on your heart and work on your spirit on a regular basis, honey. I tell you, he'll shape and know us out of vessels that'll blow this community's mind. There'll be some more of them coming from Georgia. <laughs> I told you they're coming. Some of you didn't believe it. They're coming. Because there's a reason to come. Because there's fire in the house. There's miracles in the house. I tell you, revival's not over with. God hadn't folded up his arms to just give up. Hallelujah. If I can just get some men and women with the talent they got and use it for the glory of God. Don't let money rob you of your talent. Don't let the material things rob you of the call of God in your life. Hallelujah. Talents again. Amen. Sometimes talents. Amen. Was used to buy a hill. Amen. To build a city. You can read about that in 1 Kings 16. You can also see at times that talents was used. Amen. Also. Amen. To do what? To make the utensils in the tabernacle. You go back to Exodus 25 and 38 and 39. And the Bible says the tongs thereof. And the dishes thereof. Amen. The tongs was used to take the coal, hot coals off the altar. Amen. And transfer them. This is the same tongues we read about in Isaiah, the sixth chapter. Hallelujah, that, that the angel comes and takes and gets a hold. Amen, and brings it to Isaiah, and it cleans him up. I'm telling you, there's nothing like, amen, a, a one Holy Ghost-filled vessel. Hallelujah, that's Holy Ghost and fire that's burning in them with one talent. Amen, and clean and righteous can walk in a situation and a dilemma and turn that situation around. In the moment they step in with the anointing and the power God working in their lives and through their lives. The reason this world's in the chaos she's in, amen, just causes a lack of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and using the talents they got for the glory of God instead of for the glory of man. People's doing everything they can to be successful in life. This life. Oh, if we can get that turned around and say, you know what? I'm determined to be successful in that other life. At whatever this life cost me. I'm willing, amen, to pay the price because I want to be successful for the glory of God and the magnifying of His name. You can notice that this term, talent, was only mentioned twice in the New Testament in the scriptures I use here tonight in Matthew 25 and 15. And then, amen, in Revelation 16 and 21. In 16 and 21, he talks about it. Amen. He says, There fell upon the men a great hail out of heaven, ever stoned about the weight of a talent. They tell us, Amen, that weight was somewhere around 100 pounds. Hallelujah, that fell upon them. Anybody want a talent? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. One talent, Amen, if it's the right talent, and if it's for the kingdom of God, it can weigh heavy on us. But if we're willing, Amen, to bear the one talent, Amen, and pick it up and say, I'm willing to carry it. 
it. Hallelujah. You know what? There was four men that made up in their minds. I don't know if it was a friend. The Bible don't let us know. And I believe it does that on purpose. We don't know if it was a friend or a neighbor or a brother. It could be a stranger as far as we know. All four men could did from two, four different walks. But they knew there was a man that needed to get in the presence of Jesus. Hallelujah. They, they wasn't fancy. They didn't. We don't even get to read about them. Have you read how often in the Bible we told about people that we never hear their names? We're living in a world today. It's got to have. I got to have my name, man. I got to have my name. I got to have my name, bro. Tell my name. Call my name. Say. Tell you something. Only name we need to really remember. I might forget my name, but Lord, don't let me forget the name of Jesus. I might forget where I live, but Lord, don't let me forget the name of Jesus. Because if I call on the name of Jesus, Brother Randy, I, I'm telling you that name of Jesus coming when nothing else will. When a medical doctor can't do nothing about it, a lawyer can't do nothing about it, my wife can't do nothing about it. That's not all. This friend, amen. I tell you what, death don't even keep this friend out. Hallelujah. When you throw me in that ground right back yonder, guess what? Jesus is going to be right there with me. And I'm all just quicking them high. Hallelujah. If I'm dead and in that ground, I'm going to beat some of you. Hallelujah. I'm going to be up in the clouds looking, waiting on you. Come on, buddy, you're dragging. Come on. Let's go. Some of y'all like that's not going to happen, but honey, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I want to be ready. <laughs> so you begin to watch this and watch it unfold as I've done a little study on this. Amen. Talent figuratively signifies any gift or opportunity God gives to men. Think about it a minute. Opportunities. It's everything. Everything that we look at. You got to understand this talent. This it comes from God. Amen. It, it's a talent for good. Or it can be for bad. Amen. It's according to how we choose to use it. It's according to what direction we decide to go down. We got men and women in this country. That's very gifted. Very talented. Very Has great abilities. But they use it for self. And they use it for their own spirit and their own cause. Hallelujah. But thank God there's some in this house tonight. And I believe some in this community. Amen. That wants to use their talent and their skill and their ability for none other but Jesus Christ. And the glorifying and the upbuilding of his kingdom. And so these talents can come not only by this, but watch this. It also, amen, can come by time and health. Vigor of body and the powers, amen, of exertion, enduring fatigue. Amen. Have you ever thought about that? When you're in the midst, when you're in a spiritual struggle and a local assembly and the enemies attack the local assembly, could it be some of the unknown that nobody knows about? But in that secret place, dwelling under the, the shadow of the Almighty, dwelling in that secret place, amen, it won't, won't become fatigue and won't become sidetracked, but in earnest and sincere prayer and supplication, praise down the glory of God and the power thereof. Amen. That it drives away the demonical forces and the powers of the enemy that's been sent against a local assembly to try to stop revival and try to stop unity and try to stop the, the wishes of God in this local assembly. Amen. It's talents like this. Hallelujah. We don't get to hang them on, on, on the walls and hang them on shelves and everybody gets to, to talk about and, and glorify them and things of that nature. But I'm telling you that these type of talents, amen, can make all the difference in the world. Whenever they take the time and put forth the time and the effort they got that God's blessed them with and gave them the opportunity to have. I told somebody just this week, well, it was Brother Tony, my son-in-law, he was telling me about an 83-year-old man that worked with him yesterday, the long hours they worked and, and things of that nature. And I told him, I said, but you know what? It's a shame that that 83-year-old man, no doubt, has got plenty of money. He's one that designed the machine, got plenty of money. Why don't he go now instead of a man working like that? A man leave that job for a young man and go out there somewhere and find things to do for others. Hallelujah. Not charging, not one red cent. Hallelujah. But spending his effort and time, amen, to train, to teach, and do other things. And I don't even know him. I, maybe I shouldn't even say that. But I'm telling you, that's what our world's full of. Hallelujah. I want to be paid. I want to make sure I'm getting a paycheck. A lot of people don't even need the paycheck. Hallelujah. But it's all about money and how that can get a hold of us. But oh God, put something inside of this local assembly right here that whatever sacrifice, we'll do it for the kingdom of God. We'll do it for the sake of a soul. And it don't matter what dirt pile God gets ready to pull them out of. It don't matter, amen, what, what, what area God gets ready to pull them out of. It don't make us any difference. That's God's business. That's not my business. That's God's business. So as you watch all this, boy, you're putting a lot of emphasis. Brother Buddy, 
vacation. Do you remember what penny that was? Do you remember what penny that was? Worth so much. We had one. Wasn't it several million dollars? I got, I got, I, I looked this up. I found this. You can tell, boy, I'm real savvy on that. <laughs> 1922 plain Lincoln cent. One cent. One cent. Now, in all reality, nothing should be more valuable than the value of it. Am I right? Thank God that is not true. I wasn't much, I wasn't much, 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 worth much when I came. Neither were you. But now, but now we've been pulled with a price. We've been pulled with a price. As far as hell's concerned and the devil's concerned and the spiritual of the world, we become, amen, the target above, above everybody else. Hallelujah. If anybody's going to shoot darts at, it's going to be them apostolic Jesus' name, Holy Ghost-filled people that's walking, amen, even with that one talent in the heartbeat of the will of Jesus Christ. We become the prize. We become the trophies in the spiritual realm. Even in this community. One cent. One cent. That's all it should be worth. But listen to me a second. A 1922 plain Lincoln cent. Starts out at 500. But if it reaches a few other. It can reach up to $10,500. A 1914. A man can reach up to 2200 One cent now. <laughs> Well, wouldn't you like to have a pocket full of a few of those? And some investor that wanted them with cash money. <laughs> but this is what got me. Maybe this is the whole reason I, God led me in this direction. How many of you have, how many of you save money? How many of you are coin collector? You may know this. There's a few things that makes these coins valuable. One of them's age. That ain't a biggie, is it? The second's rarity. This church has been around a long time, and she's not going down. And the percentage is not nowhere near what the religious world thinks there is. Amen's going to make it that percentage, the rarity of Holy Ghost filled people, is a lot less than a lot of people want to admit. I'll never forget Brother Bankston some of his last times with us. He looked at us one day and he said, you know what? He said, I know the Bible says a few is going to enter in. He said, but I'm beginning to get concerned to how few that few is going to be. <laughs> but those two didn't surprise me. Next one is historical importance. Oh, that's, that's not a big either, is it? But it's the fourth one. It's the third one in the list, but I'm making it the fourth one tonight. It's the fourth one. <laughs> Printing era. Printing era causes those pennies the value. How many of you felt like you was printed just right? You had all your ducks in a row. You still got them all just right. Thank God for the blood. That can clean up anybody that's dirty. Thank God for anybody. I mean the blood. Hallelujah for any, any imprint that's been on my life. God can erase them. God can take them out. The blood of Christ provoking the name of Jesus. Can wash and make me a new creation for his glory. And the magnifying of his name. We'd all probably be surprised. If we could pull the curtains back. And see all them eras. <laughs> but the blood covers them. The blood washes them away. Thank God for his blood. Thank God for his touch. In this house tonight. Have you ever. Just took a moment. And pondered. Amen. The call itself. And some of the statements that's made in the Bible. About the call. And about these things. I got just a few minutes here. Paul's writings in the first chapter of 1 Corinthians. He makes this statement. 
For you see your calling, brethren. Hell that not many wise men after the flesh. He didn't say not any. But not many. People that's really prone to be very gifted. Are very prone to our subject not to come this way. They'd rather make big money. I mean, if you remember what Brother Odom said here last time he was here. What he's, what he's tell us that it makes him sick when he hears some, some men say what they gave up to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Jesus taught us, said, if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what have you gained? I don't think none of us is about to win the world or gain the whole world. Especially in the monetary things. We got the best thing that's going. If we live from paycheck to paycheck. And bobble here and there a little. And keep the Holy Ghost. And keep this talent. And keep from throwing it in the dirt. Are you hearing me tonight? It's time to dig it out. It's time to go back in that prayer closet. Not only dig out that talent. But what about that dream? What about that vision? What about, amen, that promise from God? Amen, that you just finally just left it in the prayer closet. And you hadn't thought about it in a long time. But now all of a sudden, amen, God sent this old preacher by your way tonight. Come on, it's time to dig it back out. Hallelujah, we talked about revival. We sung about revival. I preached it for 25 years now. I'm ready to have revival. And God, help us dig it out. Help us dig it out. Help us not to be lazy. And I wouldn't be picky either. Who God wants to see and amen, to be a part of this revival that's all right with me i don't care where they come from i don't care who they're and i'm also talking about the evangelists won't make me any difference i've old ministry belongs to him it's his business it's his business he man to work it out for us sometimes we gotta we got to dig our own selves out. I got a lot further to go, but I know time's fixing to get me. Let me touch a few things. Aphania talks about a time in 3 and 11 through 13. These scriptures are probably not real common. Not probably some we hear uh, that often. <laughs> Maybe don't really ever hear them preach from, but. Listen to what he says here. And I realize he's talking about, you're going to notice in the last verse here, the remnant of Israel. In that day, now in that day, most believe he's talking about the days, the troubles of, of, of Jacob's troubled days. is what they're referring to, which is in this, the seventh weeks and all that. Anyway, time, I don't have time right now. Anyway, in that day shalt thou not be ashamed for all thy doings. Wherein thou hast transgressed against me. For then I will take away out of the midst of thee them that rejoice in thy pride. And thou shalt no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. I will also leave in the midst of thee. Listen to this. I will also leave in the midst of thee an afflicted poor people. And they shall trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel. Shall do, shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies. Neither shall be a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth. For they shall feed and lie not, and lie, and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. He's talking about a remnant of Israel in this time. Even tonight, Israel is in the battle, the struggle. And we know it's the fulfillment of prophecy against Israel and the chosen people and this covenant people. This covenant that we know that God's going to keep through Abraham, that he made to Abraham, it's going to be Kim. We know as the bride, as the church, a man is a spiritual Jew, a man. As we watch some of this. The point I'm really trying to make here, as he called them an afflicted and poor people, a man. Sometimes we may be looked upon and kind of, Cross-eyed like and kind of odd like. In fact, there's times that we're probably called in a cult. <laughs> and no telling what else we're called. 
But I'm here to tell you, amen, if we'll just stay with the Lord. If we'll dig up out of that dirt that we've thrown down that God blessed us with and anointed us with. And I'll tell you something. I'm going to speak even as to the apostolic church. We've let some things slip from us. But God help us go back and start picking some things up. Some old-fashioned prayer times. Some old-fashioned moves of God. Some old-fashioned conviction. Amen. It may not move in the world, but it can move in the church. Are you hearing me? The world may try to shut the power of God and the spirit of God down. But he ought to have a right to move in the church. He ought to have a right to move in his own body. He ought to have a right, amen. Hallelujah. And when you and I, amen, begin to dig and pull up out of that sin, what God's blessed us with, what God's gave us favor with, and the skill, the talent, the ability to do it. Hallelujah. I heard a gentleman, I didn't ask to use his name, so I won't do it. But anyway, he said, I know what my, he says, with his hands, to bless people when I can and do it. And you know what? That's a ministry. And you'd be shocked. Hallelujah. How far it could just go. Amen. Helping somebody that's in a dire need. And all of a sudden you give the credit and the glory to Jesus Christ who blessed you and gifted you and gave you the opportunity. And these little things begin to add up and come together. Hallelujah. We're not in this, amen, for the glamour and the, the, the horns to blow and the lights to flash and all that. No. The only thing that matters, amen, is we glorify Jesus Christ as we honor Him. Amen. And please Him in this walk that we're doing. And so whenever I talked about this. You can go all the way back to, to, to Jer, uh, Jeremiah the 30th. And this again is referring to the same time and the same setting. Hallelujah. And I won't read the first part because really the 4th, 5th, and 6th verse there talks about the pain and the agony that the Israelites are being. He likened unto men a man in travail having a child. Okay? That's plain enough. Alright? But the 7th verse picks up like this. Alas, for that day is great. That day is great. So that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. But he shall be saved out of it. We're facing some troubled times and some difficult times. And warfare's going on and spiritual warfare's going on. And some of you, you don't, sometimes you don't even understand what's going on in your own mind and heart and spirit. And the battles that's going on. But I'm here to tell you we're going to make it. I'm here to tell you tonight God's going to see us through. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break forth his yoke from off their neck. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God. Amen. If you'll start picking that, digging that tail out, it's going to be some, some things that's got yoked. Amen. It's cutting circulation. It's cutting the oxygen. It's cutting the life out of you. But all of a sudden God's going to reach up there. He's going to snatch that yoke off. Amen. Amen. So you can breathe. So you can operate. So you can walk in the power and the love of God. I'm telling you if we're not careful we'll work our bones, our hands to the bones. Amen. For a dollar bill and come dragging into the house of God. It's just, it's just, you know, I'm just here. We know better. We've been taught different. We know that where our trust really lies is in Him. It's in Him. I don't have the time. I'd love to take you to David. David come back to Ziklag. Burn over. Burnt the city. Took their children. Took their wives. Found himself, the Bible said, discouraged. What did David do? <laughs> he calls to the man of God. Bring the ephod. He cries out to the Lord. You know what he found out? In the worst day of his life. I depend on God. I depend on God to speak to me. I depend on God to move on my behalf. My hope is in him. I almost preached on. Where's your hope at? <laughs> My hope's in him. Hallelujah. Folks, they can take your money. They can take your houses. They can lock you up in dungeons. But I'll tell you something. They can't take your salvation. And they can't take your companionship with Jesus Christ. The pandemic cannot take my fellowship and my companionship with Jesus Christ. You hear me? I said that pandemic could not and will not take my companionship. Neither will it take my trust or my faith or my confidence in him either. Hallelujah. Regardless of what comes and goes and what kind of rules and regulations they come up with. I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, our trust is going to be in Jesus. Christ. Jesus Christ is the one that's going to get us out of here. Jesus Christ is the one that give me that talent. I'm not going to bury it in the sand. I'm going to pick it up. Singers, you can come. <laughs> Folks, hear me tonight. As we stand in this house tonight, I know it's Wednesday night. 
I had about two or three more pages. I'd love to just, a few things I'd love to touch. I just wonder how many times when the devil called his council bunch together. Hey, I need my bunch from Bendale. Come up here. Talk to me a minute. Hey, what's going on down there in Bendale? Them folks are getting a little radical. Them folks are getting a little, a little out of hand. Y'all need to be shutting them down. Don't you think he's not trying? You're kidding yourself. Jesus had encounters one after another with demonical forces, spirits. They already knew that, know their outcome. If you come to torment us before our time, I just wonder how many times in that council meeting they got together and said, hey, we almost got him, man. We got him down a little bit. Hallelujah. He's, he's backing off a little bit. Hallelujah. In fact, you know, he's concerned about doing this and thinking about doing that. And, and so, you know, boy, if we can just start getting it to open up a little bit and broaden up a little bit and change a little bit and start lining a little bit of this, a little bit of that. How much leaven does it take to... How much the Bible... How much leaven does the Bible talk about that can live with the whole Tell me it's not happening. I'm telling you it's happening. I told you we was going to upset the devil's cart tonight. I'm not depressed. We're not down and out. We're not a defeated foe. We're going up. We're leaving here. But Ernie, we're going to leave here. <laughs> You're going to get to meet Sister Beverly again. <laughs> There's some, some, some things waiting on the other side. Some unions. I don't know how much of that, how much we'll know. and I, I don't know. You read the scriptures. But you know what? Just to know we made it. Have we ever thought about just being in a place where there'll be no tempter? No devil, no struggles, no hardships, no emergencies. You won't be on call for somebody's fixing to die. Right up there. It's going to be worth it, folks. And if all you got is one time. Best thing to do is to dig that thing back up out of that ground and put it to work. Because if you don't, God's going to take that one and give it to that one that went to ten. <laughs> if I had a little sucker tonight, I believe I could convince her and she took it. The fight would be on. Get it back. This is my sucker. Belongs to me now. That's the attitude some of you need to get about what God's blessed you with. And quit looking over across the aisle at somebody else and saying, well, they can do this and they can do that. They don't have nothing to do with it. Put into action what God's blessed you with. And as you do that, who knows? Except God. I tell you what, I know it's when why don't we just come together around? I want y'all got a song. Y'all feel anything. I want you to just come and let's let's just sing and, and love God here a minute and just to let him know that we love him on this Wednesday night. I know it's past 8.30 already. I understand that. But we'll just take a few minutes. Just as a family of God, as a body of Christ. And, uh, just us encourage one another. Us uplift one another. As we pray for one another that God would use us. God would use us for his glory. Fulfill his purpose. We came on purpose tonight. Amen. Sister Mallory, it could be a night just like this.
all of a sudden, and I know you have, and I have, and others here, knocked on that door again. Sister Beverly, God, she needs a touch from you. <laughs> Thought about the widow woman today as I was praying for her. Who knows? And all of a sudden, God says, You got it. I'm telling you, you can have him just like that. Because he's God. And because we wouldn't give up. And you know what? It could be that, that individual. He's just got that one talent. Read them. Read, the, read them. Ministry. Wait on your ministry. You're given all of that. The measure that you've been blessed with. That, let me go back to that. You can't give something you don't have. <laughs> Praise God. You may want to give somebody $100, but if you don't have it to give, it's just kind of hard to do it. I don't have it, but I know somebody does. Praise God. Got to give. God's in the giving business, folks. God's in the saving business. God's in the mending business. God's in the pouring out of the Holy Ghost business. Love God a minute. God bless him.
community for the glory and the calling of Jesus Christ. There's not a greater calling, not a greater uh, ministry than that's been put on each one of us as Holy Ghost filled vessels of God. Not only are we to be mindful of one another, but mindful of our neighbors and all around us. Let's do it, church. Love you tonight. Appreciate you so much. Uh, your faithfulness here on Wednesday nights and all the other times. God bless you. Any announcements? All right. Go ahead. Yeah, sister. Hey, uh, we, we wanted to give a praise report. Sure. Uh, she had her checkup Monday, and they took the cast off and everything, legs, legs lumps and all that. And she is cancer free right now. Well, praise God. That's right. All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. That was our prayers. Amen. God would just astound those doctors. Amen. And everybody what he can do. Hallelujah. I don't want to just be free in two years from now. I want to be free 20 years from now until the rapture takes place. Hallelujah. All right. Any other? Amen. If he sees the sparrow when it falls, don't kid yourself. Why would he do that? You know what? That child's faith said, you know what? He done it for my little billy goat. He'll do it for this. <laughs> what a God we serve tonight. 
Amen. Amen. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Anyone else? very serious. In fact, from what I understand, it's a one-shot deal, and they're not promising her a whole lot. So, no doubt, she, she needs a hand to God to move in this situation and show her some favor. So, let's pray. Uh, bombard heaven. Talk to the master. Uh, God knows what he's doing, and uh, let's pray that God's hand and will could be done in this situation, okay? All right. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. You're dismissed to fear the Lord.